Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by Cuss Words, Dagnabbits! Dagnabbits! Ah, crime and Netly! That's what my dad always used to say. Crime and Netly! I don't even know. Like, I'm afraid that's like some sort of obscure, old-timey, uh, racist term, so I'm gonna stop saying it. Crime and Netly. Okay, one more. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Aaron Ellum Goodwin, and I'm joined as always by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey, hello. I uh, I broke the the seal. Uh, the new guy at work, and I accidentally swore in front of him, and then he swore three or four times immediately afterwards. And we've been working together for like a few months. <laughs> you're like you're comrades now. I was Your excited. I was watching the World Cup, and. It was exciting, and I said something, and then he's like, oh, okay, so we can do that now. <laughs> <laughs> the coast is clear. All right. I'm also joined by Adam, don't even get me started, Anderson. I'm so mad at everything. Ah! Uh-huh. If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, then we move to the next question. Andrew has today's first question, so take it away, Andrew. Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it all the way. Uh, um, mm. <clears throat> oh. uh, so what misconceptions do people tend to have about you that makes you upset? Oh, I guess I'm first. Um... This is funny because it happened to me recently, like as in yesterday, I think. I was, uh, I, I often go, so I live with my mom, uh, and I was going shopping with her. And, uh, I don't, I don't go shopping with my mom because I'm like, the kid that's dragged along and it's trying to secretly put sugar cereal in the cart and stuff. <laughs> I go because I'm trying to help. <laughs> um, ah. Yes. Mm. But that is not the perception of people. Um, and whenever we run into someone, they like treat me like I'm a child. Like oh. they like, won't address me. Like they'll address like she her. Like she or, couldn't find the sitter. Yeah. Or they'll like, talk talk about me to her without acknowledging me <laughs> like you would with a child so that that's frustrating right? that's frustrating like come on <laughs> can you give me an example uh, of what they uh, say um yesterday morning we were at the stater brothers and we were, uh, she was pushing the shop. This is the other thing. She pushes the shopping cart because I, I always ask her if she wants, you know, she, she asked me if she wants, I was like, you can do it. You, whatever. It's up to you. But I, she pushes it because she doesn't have to hold her purse. And she has like, she's has like a broken ankle and knee problems and things like that. So it's like, it's like a, something for her to stabilize as she, she's walking around. It's like right, a walker. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't need a walker, but it's, you know, it's her hurt. it's her preference. It's not like I'm like, "Here, you do it for me, mommy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm too small. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like towering over her. She's like five foot and a half <laughs> or something. Um, and anyhow, we're, I, you know, I'm ahead of her cause I'm like kind of showing her where something, cause she didn't know where the, the dairy was and she needed to get some yogurt. So it's like, follow me. And we, we go by someone who's, who goes to church with us and she's, and she's like, Oh, hi. And, and she said, she's talking to my mom and she's like, Oh, so you, you picking up stuff to do your cooking. You do a lot of cooking. You, you and, and, and she was talking to her and my mom was like, um, no, I mean, we, we kind of, she's like, Oh, do you cook? It must be nice for him to live at home for, to have you cook for him all the time. And she was like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> it's like, that's not how it works. Like it's not the relationship we have <laughs> at all. Like I've been cooking food since I was like 10, like for myself and for everybody. Like she does cook meals and I also cook meals. <laughs> It's almost like you're a grown up adult man. Yes. And I'm just like there because I live with my mom and she's, you know, she's a little bit older. I try to help out, you know, and if she wants, she's going to get something, you know, I can give her some advice or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? We just, we we chill. We just hang out together. (laughs) You guys are homies. Two adults. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that reminds me of something that makes me mad. (laughs) (laughs) This is the episode. Yeah. Like, I hate it. When two grown-up adult people get married, and then all of the old people are like, "Oh, it must be so nice for the ma- for for the man in this relationship to have some home cooked meals again." Like, what do you think he's been doing? Like, he doesn't just move out of his parents' house and then like into his wife's house. Like, he's not just he's not just a two hundred pound child that his wife has to take care of now. Or is to be he? fair, I I did know a guy. <laughs> like sometimes they are, but they should be shunned. Right, <laughs> like that should be the norm. <laughs> I once knew a guy who, uh, instead of doing laundry, would just buy new shirts. No, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> did he like only wear like Hanes white tees or something really cheap? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and he would just buy like of like a freaking milk. Si- crate full of them everyone everyone thought he was a greaser they just didn't realize he was unbathed and un unclean (laughs) well he 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 would then just throw them away once they got dirty (laughs) that's like like, i i i just i i'm speechless i'm so mad i can't talk imagine like one of our listeners in ukraine is listening to this right now and one of our listeners in Uganda or something, oh, and they're like, gosh. I've owned five shirts my entire life. <laughs> and this guy just throws them away. What What am I oh. going to hear next? That his napkins are made out of paper? And he just throws them away all the time? Every time oh. he goes to a restaurant, they just give him a fat stack of them? He doesn't even have to buy them? <laughs> throws, throws them in his glove box until it's <laughs> overflowing? <laughs> Oh, I got more I got more napkins. I better take out the old napkins and put in the new ones. <laughs> Wait, why do you take out the old napkins? <laughs> you had to put the fresh ones yeah, in the, the, fresh the front. Ones in there. You gotta rotate in the back. You gotta rotate your napkins. I mean, if I've got all these napkins and I'm gonna throw some of them away because I can't store them, I'm gonna throw away the old napkins. That's just obvious, Karen. <laughs> oh, cool. 
Oh. We, need, we need to rotate your napkin storage. You know what they should do? They should cut, cut a little slit in the front of the glove box so you can just pull one out like a <laughs> tissue. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could just do that anyway. No, they should do it. <laughs> they should do it for me because I'm an American. Yeah, because I'm, I'm an adult man-child. I'm, I'm a large I adult have to son. I not anything myself. Yes, and that's like – anyhow, that's like something being – like treated like that that happens all the time and like to some extent i understand it but the the fact that like these people never like go out of their way to actually like address me or talk to me so that maybe they can learn it's different and like the sick part is that i'm kind of okay with it in some ways because i like don't want to deal with people who are like that but yeah like they've oh they've showed me their true colors okay i don't want to bother convincing you of anything else because i don't want to have to engage with you in the future Right, but uh, it's like I feel like you can infer a lot of things about somebody's politics when they treat you like that. Maybe, although, yeah. <laughs> At first, you were like no, but now you're like mm, yes. <laughs> I I think I think it's more just like a culture thing, and it's an age thing. Like, it's never people who are closer to my age saying that. It's always right. like you know, older generations who think that way. Yeah. Cause everybody your age is like, Oh yeah, you're living with your parents. I know what that feels like. <laughs> because, because I cannot afford to buy a home that right. will cost exactly half of all the money I will ever be able to make in my entire lifetime. Right. You can't just, you can't just work for a summer and afford a down payment on a house. Right. Or even save up for 10 years. Cause what's savings? Yeah. <laughs> right. What is savings, but already someone else's money. <laughs> well, you know, they have these things called savings account where you can, you can put your money into the account and like for every year that your money stays there, you'll get like some ever diminishing fraction of a penny. Yeah. Three, <laughs> three tenths of a penny. I think every year. Does it make you feel like you're doing something when your money's in the bank? That's the power of interest. Really, it's just giving a loan to banks so they can loan. It I know people. that's the thing. That I used to yes. <laughs> I used to keep my savings in like a savings account, and then like after a while, I was like, I'm being used. Like the like I'm giving the bank at such a low interest loan that they would never give to me. Yes, right. And I'm getting basically nothing out of it. Yeah, well, capitalism is amazing. Don't you know it? <laughs> Oh, that's what we need more of. Um, we should de- deregulate all that. That will make it better. Adam, what's <laughs> yeah. your thing? I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm so angry. Uh, I'm not a child. I, <laughs> gosh, I'm just. I'm so mad. I just about put up curtains in my room. <laughs> I'm not a child. Oh, I'm so mad about your thing that I'm. I can't even remember what my thing is. <laughs> Um, oh, I hate it when I tell people I'm an editor and then their first reply is like, oh, I better watch how I speak around you. Like, no, I don't care. Be honest. They say, I better watch how I talk around you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I better, I better watch out. They're going to call me out on my grammar. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. First of all, like you're talking. This isn't the written word. Well, second of all, it's assuming that I'm paying any attention to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're assuming that I care all of a sudden about what you say, which is not true. And like number three, I don't work for free. If you pay <laughs> me, yeah, sure, I'll call you out on some stuff. But like, 
This we haven't entered a business. People transaction people don't yet. meet someone that's a mechanic and be like, "Oh boy, I bet you're gonna climb up into my car and start telling me where everything's broken and give me an estimate, aren't you?" It's like, "Oh boy, I better lock my doors so you don't <laughs> fix my car for me." <laughs> yeah, that must be pretty frustrating. Like, I'm not, I'm not the judge dread of grammar. Like, I'm not gonna come into your, like, break into your house and like fix your commas. <laughs> You're going to have to pay me. Vigilante editor. Um, well, I think maybe the reason people think that way is that it's it's something that other people pretend to be Yeah, that's- in order to explain their uh their stupid habits of like having to uh police everyone's grammar. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, oh, I'm a. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. Grammar Nazis do it. Yeah, people people meet grammar Nazis, and they're awful. I don't and they understand give people, that. They give term. good people like me who know how grammar works a bad name, because those grammar Nazis are out there like I can't end sentences with prepositions, which is fake. It's made up, and I better never hear that again from anybody's mouth. <laughs> Oh, made up rule that never existed in English. It's a rule that exists in Latin, but guess what? English is not. English is not Latin. You're telling me the Romans didn't speak English? In all the movies, they do. I'm telling you, Jesus didn't speak English. I'm (gasps) saying not only did the Romans not speak English, they didn't even use the same grammar rules as we do. My, you're just blowing, blowing my mind. Yeah. So, like, I mean, well, like, I'll call you out. I'll, I will call people out on their grammar. Don't get me wrong. But they better pay me for the privilege. <laughs> I don't I, – somehow I just don't see that happening. I don't envision people saying, well, you know, that's that's the rules. So let me just start paying up. <laughs> no, no. They have to pay first and then I'll do it. <laughs> I don't understand the term grammar Nazi. From what uh, I, I understand. I guess it's more like grammar fascist, but like, I don't know. Grammar Nazis don't really have a thing about the outsider or the other, and they don't really have a, any genocidal tendencies that I know of. But Well, I think they kind of do because they usually have like a rigid idea of what constitutes acceptable writing and acceptable speech. And oh, they yeah. ignore the obvious truth that there's like – an incredible difference between writing dialogue, writing verse, writing prose, right? Like that, that the rules of formal grammar that you would use, say in writing a non fiction instruction, like an instruction manual are not the same rules that you would apply to writing a fictional book or a piece of poetry. Yeah. They're, they're the people that think dictionaries are like, rules rather than descriptions yeah yeah it's like it's like confusing a hospital for a zoo (laughs) (laughs) or vice versa yeah it's it's like it's like reading a history book and then uh, reading another history book and they contradict each other and saying like oh no the one that i read first is right obviously yeah obviously because dictionaries 
this is a whole separate rant. Dictionaries just describe language as it is used in the moment that the dictionary is written. It's not like a compendium of all of the language rules and definitions that could ever be. It's a constantly changing thing. I'm so on board with this because I think you have seen there is a particular friend of mine who every once in a while in arguments will throw out, this is the dictionary definition of the word. Therefore, you're wrong. Yeah. You know what I should do? Every time somebody does that to me now, I'm just going to go to a different dictionary that contradicts them. <laughs> That's what I do. No, most of the time you can go <laughs> to the same dictionary and look up the second, third, and fourth definition of the word, you know, <laughs> which they always somehow seem to leave out. <laughs> it's like they don't understand that contronyms exist. Like my favorite contronym is egregious. Egregious means both outstandingly bad and remarkably good. Depending on the, uh, the, just, you know, whatever, <laughs> depending on the context, uh, you know, yeah. Just depending on, you know, whoever is writing, whatever the person writing it thinks egregious means. Well, I think this is an egregiously good take. <laughs> Thanks. Andrew, what I want to, this is your question. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So checked out for that discussion. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of zoned out. <laughs> you guys were literally talking about um, dictionaries. This is a this is a this is a second. I'm going to do a dramatic uh, re reenactment of what was just going on in Andrew's head for the past uh, like three minutes. So like Andrew, this is your question. <laughs> hey, yeah. So this is something that's happened kind of recently, um, but people have the misconception that I want to hear and agree with their conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's, it's happened a couple times. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what it is about me, and I'm offended by this because I I like. Like, to think why are they thinking this about you? What about my life? What are you doing to deserve I- this? <laughs> Is it something the way I look or the way I speak where I think that, yeah, I'm on board on crazy stuff. Um, but no, like we were <laughs> we were creating an, uh, an Android app in one of my classes. And I was, I was the TA. And one of the students was using a Google map. And one of them turns like just like just like, a, like an aside, like an in-joke. And he's like, that's not what the earth looks like. Oh. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> First of all, it's a map. Like if you're actually saying, no, the earth doesn't look like that. Cause it's a 2d vivid image that I'm pinching and stretching with my fingers. Then yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is a visual, <laughs> visual representation <laughs> in two dimensions so that we can manipulate it. <laughs> uh, and then this, uh, this girl in one of my classes a while ago, maybe she's like, um, she turns to me and says, Hey, I'm a little awkward, but that's just because I wasn't vaccinated or that's because I was, I was vaccinated. I was like, what? It's not, it's not, it's not how it works. (laughs) And I was thinking about this. I'm like, do people like blame all of their shortcomings because they were vaccinated as a child? Do accident do anti-vaxxers do that? The thing about that is that the word awkward uh, in in the dictionary that I'm looking it up right now. 
means uh, causing difficulty, hard to do or deal with, which is not how she's using it. Uh, causing or feeling embarrassment or inconvenience. Yeah. Okay. Not smooth or graceful, ungainly, uh, uncomfortable or abnormal. I'm going to zone in on that one <laughs> because it's, it directly contradicts most people get vaccinated. Therefore you cannot be abnormal because you're normal. That doesn't make sense. I just used the dictionary against her. <laughs> that means you are right. Because you know what I'm I, in a book. You know what I think is really funny? Every time somebody stops a conversation to go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really awkward, it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. They can't be wrong because they made the situation awkward now. Or when they go, oh, awkward. I'm like, kind of, but now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it like, we could have gone past it. Now I feel awkward about this situation. We were adults, and we were... <laughs> We were just adults trying to pass through it, but now that you brought it to our attention, yeah, it was. And now it is. Thanks. Like, like somebody goes, whoa, don't make it awkward. Like, oh, thanks, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you've done. So people people explain their conspiracy theories to me a lot, too. And, like, they say it almost expecting that, that I'll... Not that I'll believe them, but that I'll want to hear more. <laughs> and I always try to shut it down, like, as quick as possible. Because, like, I walked in one time on some on some, some people and that I know, and they were, one was explaining to the other, like, well, you know, like, there's actually a fairly good argument that the earth is flat and there's the, I mean, I'm, I, I'm reading some pretty interesting stuff. And then, and then like I walked in and they're, they're like, they're like, yeah, Aaron, you probably know about like the, the flat earth stuff. Like, you know, trying to like <laughs> pull me into it. And I was like, that stuff is so stupid. And I cannot <laughs> believe anybody would spend any amount of time even wasting their precious thoughts and their precious life giving it any sort of weight. It is obviously <laughs> stupid. And they're like, yeah, but <laughs> I try to shut it down. Like, don't talk to me about this. Like, I try to make them feel as little and dumb as possible, and then they just keep going. I, I love it when people are, like, obviously looking for a debate because they've prepared. And they're, like, <laughs> and they're like, and I just like popped out. I'm like, nope. Yeah, nope. It's like we're not having this conversation. And then they they just have nowhere to go with that. Then they just it's very sad. They like sadly fold a stack of papers yeah. that they have in front of them. And, like, and then they they just like sadly fold their stack of papers while screaming like ad hominem, ad hominem, logical fallacies. Ah. It's like, ah, shut up and go away. Oh, well. I mean, it's just a life to live that here. Man, conspiracy. What's theories. the crazy conspiracy? Craziest conspiracy theory you've heard lately? Um. Oh, let me think. <laughs> There's so many. My favorite is some. Someone was trying to talk to me about QAnon. Oh, dude! And that yeah, was been, all. Been, that's the craziest. <laughs> I was one like, you don't, <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. My favorite uh, one is the. My favorite one is the one where uh, 
Ocasio Cortez grew up in a house, so she can't be a socialist. <laughs> well, as you know, Bob, uh, oh, yes. all socialists have to have grown up in tents. They all have to have grown up in a poor apartment in the Bronx. I see you're wearing shoes, so that means that you believe in the free market. And you can't believe in conspiracy, or you can't be a socialist. Yeah. Why are you wearing clothes, huh? Huh? Why are you participating in capitalism? Huh? Turns out it is good enough for you, isn't it? Can we talk about QAnon and how just ridiculously crazy that is? We can. We can. We can. I just came in here with we a little can. joke. Let's talk about QAnon. But we won't. Oh, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to. <laughs> That's fair. He can listen to like the last or two episodes ago of Reply All if you want to. <laughs> is that the thing Roseanne was into? Yes. yes. Yes, she was deep into the QAnon conspiracy, which is a conspiracy, and it's wacky. Isn't it like a thing that just and like encases all other conspiracies? It is like uh, the mother of all conspiracies. Yes, it's like the Pangea of conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. My <laughs> question is: uh, What term or word really grinds your gears? I cannot stand it. When people pass me in the hallway or like sit down next to me or something and they say, hey, how are you doing? Because I never know if they want an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They only want an answer if the answer is great. How about you? (laughs) Right. But like sometimes they seem really sincere. So I'm not sure what to do. I so I have like I don't know like if they want to say hello they should just say hello. (laughs) I don't know. I think I think it's it. I think it's a Utah thing. I really do. No, people are just like, hey, how are you? It's It's an American thing. I've had like tons of foreigners ask me this. Like, why do Americans constantly ask people how they're doing? So Um, you'll never escape it unless you escape this country. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like what's what's new with like sometimes though like the question gets even longer like what's new with you and i'm like well how detailed do i get i don't just if you want to say hello just say hi something that i've started to do is because i don't i know that this is like part of the culture and like when people when i ask people like hey how's it going like oh good i'm like how's it really going <laughs> one time um there was this, uh, I, I ran into this uh, person that I used to work with, and she just got back from uh, a church missionary trip. And I'm like, oh, hey, how did your missionary trip go? She's oh, it was awesome. It was amazing. I'm like, okay, how was it really? She's like, it was really, it was really bad. <laughs> so after, it was not good. She's like, oh, I can actually tell you how I really feel. Yeah, people I've, appreciate that, I think, sometimes. I've, I've kind of done done that same thing but on the receiving end or it's just like you know what do not at do not ask me this question unless you want an answer from me so like hey how's it going and i'm like well saddle up buckaroo because i'm unemployed and depressed let's get going <laughs> that was old adam i don't actually say that but sometimes i wish i could but I, but i have started telling people like the truth and sometimes it makes them uncomfortable and it's just like i feel powerful hey adam how's it going well how much do you know about q clearance 
<laughs> are you wa- are you remembering to watch the water? <laughs> I don't. Is that the a Q reference to Q and You got to watch the water, man. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means I supposed you, to. It means anything you want it to mean. That's is it a reference to? Is it a reference to Shape of Water? Because I do think more people should watch the Shape. Oh of Water. gosh! Oh, that's a really bad take. Nobody should watch that no. movie. Oh, I dear. like that movie. Oh. Oh wait, Shape of Water. Oh, that was all right. I'm thinking of uh, what was that M Night Shyamalan one? Shyamalan. Oh, Ding-dong. Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water is not good. Yeah. I was just like, wow, really bold take against an Oscar-winning movie, Aaron. But... <laughs> no, I was like, I wonder where this goes. I do have a take about that, but I think it's a good movie. I was, um... yeah. You asked me how it's going, is... so I think I think Shape of Water is a good movie. I spent most of my day today watching video essays on youtube about the shape of water i, I kind didn't of, like i kind the bestiality. of bestiality just i mean yeah that was that, that was, was like you know what but i just call it bestiality and that makes it okay for <laughs> <laughs> that makes it okay makes it okay there are lots of interesting analyses about that uh beast thing and like how bestiality v monsters Movie monsters throughout history have been treated in cinema and why it was a very interesting thematic choice to have that thing happen in the shape of water. Anyway, uh, do you want to do you want to continue knowing how I've been doing or? <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep going. No, that's for the pre-show. I, that's that's what we make people pay for. <laughs> we, we make people pay for my free therapy with you guys. Yeah. The th- I think. I think the important thing uh, is no comms with anyone privately, no comms outside of this platform. They divide, we conquer, anticipated, human nature, anticipated, (laughs) interruptions by others, Matlock meant to become public. This is not (laughs) a game. GM, thank you for IDEN verification. GM, I need you you to play one of your... One of your sound effects to cut yourself off, please. It's we still only one person's answered the question so far. It's your answer next, Andrew. Get going. <laughs> I was I wanted to see how far he was gonna go with the QAnon stuff. Because watch really, the water. You can remember really to watch deep. the water. <laughs> you can sound really deep when you say really sh- like short sentences <laughs> that don't make any sense one after another. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> the term or, or that I uh, I can't stand is when people say, I could care less. <laughs> and then I immediately ask, I'm like, well, you should try then. Mm. You should you should do that then. It's <sighs> That one drives me nuts because it does two things. When someone says it, it annoys me because it's wrong. Because that's never what they meant to say. It's they meant to say... I couldn't care less. Right. And the second thing it does to me is make me mad at myself for caring. <laughs> exactly. So it's like a double whammy. Well, it puts so much pressure on me because do I just let that slide? Do I just assume, yes. let them know that they're right or that what they said was not wrong at all? Hmm. So um, do you, are you guys ready for my piping hot take on... <laughs> That could care less, couldn't care less. Yeah, just, oh, how, just how don't hot point it, it directly at me. It's red hot. <laughs> I despise both phrases because oh. they're both inherently meaningless. Because you say, I could care less, 
and that means that you care and it's there's a possibility of you caring less that's all that means that brings nothing to the conversation you say you couldn't care less and you've given me no information about how much you do care just that you've reached the bottom <laughs> well, yeah, it's supposed to mean like i just don't care i couldn't care less if i tried right. like, that just I'm... that just means that there is you've reached the limit of how little you can care but that doesn't mean you don't care at all i think you, i'm starting to understand could, those people who say, think you're a grammar nazi <laughs> Couldn't care less. <laughs> when somebody says couldn't care less, that could mean that they care one percent and they just can't go beneath one percent. It gives me no information. I don't know if this is gaslighting, so but I'm somebody, like fully on board with it, with Adam here. Like, so if somebody doesn't care, yeah. they should just say, "I don't care." Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's like it. it's like saying n minus four, but like you don't know what n is. Yeah, you're just Why don't saying you just N, tell me what n is. Yeah, you're just saying n is greater than greater than or equal to some some yeah. no number that I haven't given you. Yeah. It really is essentially useless. Yeah. Thanks people. That's what talking needed math. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to improve some conversations. <laughs> um the term that really grinds my gears I need, well, I want to do like a little experiment here. So, um, if you went to a fast food restaurant and you ordered a type of sandwich which was made of a grilled hamburger patty with like cheese and other fixings, and then you ordered, uh, it came with a side of potatoes cut into uh like straw you know like uh i want to say julienne but it's bigger than julienne i don't remember what the term is for that i think it's just a big julienne big julienne not 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 planks i think it sticks and then deep fried what would you call that fries right you mean like french fries right yeah you call it fries or french fries if you went to a place that specialized in battered and deep fried seafood and then uh stick potatoes that are also fried what would you call that i would call fish, fish and chips <laughs> i would call the i would call the potatoes separately fries but if i was ordering that as a meal i would call it fish and chips if you but if you went to the restaurant where that is basically what they served that was like, that's like all that's, they served. Yeah. Like that's what they, they just sold fish and chips. Yeah. You just call it fish and chips, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You're normal. Here's what frustrates me. In England, they always call them chips. Yeah. Which okay. is annoying and very frustrating because Why? in America, we have the decency to be like, well, we're going to a restaurant that's serving me, uh, you know, food from the British Isles. Over there, they call this fish and chips. Why do they call them chips? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. They don't look like chips. Actually, I read this thing that they call them chips because they can't call them French fries because I'd give too much power to the French. But that's not true. I didn't read that. But that's what I want to be true. <laughs> 
Wait, so I'm, now am I the type of person that looks like they want to hear conspiracy theories? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it just starts coming out after a while. So <laughs> That's no. actually the best way to counter someone with conspiracy theories is come up with your own right on the spot. <laughs> just, just, just be like, hey, I heard that conspiracy theory was planted by the CIA. I feel like we're getting away from something that's very important to me here. Oh, I, just, I don't understand why it's important to you, but continue. <laughs> Because it's frustrating that they just decided, nope, we're always calling them chips. And then these that everyone else calls chips, we're calling crisps. Yeah, Even like, do, though- you, do you get mad that, like, in England they call it a traffic circle instead of a roundabout? No, no, that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't bother like me. Like, it's, it's the same thing. Why doesn't, why doesn't that bother you? I think because they're probably something that, were developed at the same time or in both places simultaneously or like, but like potatoes are from America. It feels like you think America owns French fries. Yes. (laughs) Or just fries. Like, I mean, come on, just give us some respect. Like nowhere else in the world calls them chips unless they're like a British place. Like, Everywhere else, like the place they come from, speak Spanish, like Peru, right? They don't call them chipos or whatever. I don't know yeah, what Spanish they, they call. Is. They call they call them papas fritas. In in England, they call cookies crisps. Does that make you mad? Or no, they, they call, call they, they call them biscuits. I mean, and then the potato no, chips biscuits, are crisps. Biscuits are like yeah. the potatoes, then, like Lay's, like a bag of like sour cream and onion biscuits. Yeah, those crisps. are those are crisps. Those are, crisps. Those are biscuits. Yeah. Biscuits or no. cookies? Crisps? No, crisps yes. are crisps or biscuits. No, like crisps. No. Crisps are <laughs> potato messing chips. With us. There's no way that you're getting this wrong. <laughs> and then a muffin, a muffin, <laughs> It's something you sit on. Is actually when a, you're attacked by spiders. It's, it's, yeah, it's an ottoman. <laughs> I thought that was a tuffet. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's actually uh, Cockney uh, slang, and I don't want to say what it really is. It just bothers me. See, the whole thing is this. It just grinds my gears. And I don't apologize for you're it. Just, I just, just feel like about I feel like if I if, if I go into an English shoppy, I will I will be respectful and call them fish and ships. And I feel like it would it would be only right that if they go to like a burger place that they call it a burger and fries. Is that too much to ask? You don't know that they don't do that. I do know that they don't do that because you you have have no idea how much British television I watch. (laughs) Have you been, (laughs) have you been to English and gone to an American restaurant and they called it burger and I haven't, but I know people who have, like I've asked people when you go there, let me know. And they all report back that they call them chips. Well, now I'm mad about the roundabout thing. Because roundabout is arguably a way more British sounding word, but they're like, it's a traffic circle. It's like, how boring can you possibly be? Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I come from a place that doesn't have either. So it's like outside of my world. So here I'm going to bring you some information that I just looked up right now on the internet. Is it in a dictionary? (laughs) Yes, from dictionaries. But no, I went to, um, so the, the semi-popular fast food restaurant, five guys has a couple of restaurants in the in, UK. Yeah. You can look up their menu online. Online, they refer them as fries. Well, good. But 
do the British people, when they go there, call them fries or do they call them chips? And I want to give you this one point of reference because I literally watched a British chat program with that's with two M's and where they <laughs> program them where they were talking about five guys and they said, I don't care for the chips at five, five guys. And that is actually what really set me off on the really? thing. <laughs> yes. So you're just saying they're being ignorant now. Yes. Because the menu says fries. Yeah. It's you just think fries. that they're abusing our culture is what you think. It's like it's like if we went to a Mexican food restaurant and we refused to call tortillas tortillas and we just called them flatbread. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so ignorant. So to all of our British hey, what happens what happens if you're in a Mexican restaurant in England? Well, first of all, you have oh, a bad time. Oh, who even knows? But what happens if you're in a Mexican restaurant <laughs> in England? You're like, hey, can I get some chips as an appetizer? Do they even do that? Do they call them tortillas? Oh, crisps? no, yeah! I bet you they call them tortilla crisps. <laughs> they probably just like serve them with ketchup or something. I know that they call them tacos, which is deeply frustrating. Okay, well now I'm upset. Now oh, I'm, you know cool. now I'm Oh, talk about upsetting! Like when um, the, ep- the episode of The Office in which she gets tacos. Yes, I love what's tacos. His face, and what's his face brings her a hard shell taco, <laughs> and she doesn't I was, know how I'm to eat it. So upset. <laughs> That's not a taco. <laughs> That's just a, a mess. I love that the there. writing in that episode is so good because they write it so that she doesn't even know if it's plural or singular. Yes. Like, I love tacos. <laughs> and he brings her one taco. <laughs> oh, it's tacos. <laughs> oh, that's oh. fun. But yeah, see, this chips thing has just opened up a whole new realm of things for me to be frustrated about. And I don't even want to think it's, about it anymore. It's opened up a tin of worms. <laughs> or as they say in England, a can of eels. Yeah. <laughs> uh. My question is, what thing that absolutely does not matter do you get irrationally upset about? Aaron, I feel like you've already... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just wait. Uh, So, I forgot what my answer was. I wrote wrote it down in code on the the Google Docs. FS. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's not what FFS. Mean? I I wrote it earlier today. <laughs> Frozen shrimp. Remember. What's that? Frozen shrimp. No, uh, but I. But I'm going to change my answer. Snow. Feeling my, sexy. This is this is probably more upsetting because it just reminded me. Um, it, it's taco related, oh. but hard shell tacos upset me. Oh, really? Interesting. Well, why, because because people because it's like culturally like popular now to like tacos, and it has been for the last couple of years. But people are like, "Oh, I love tacos so much," and they'll like have pictures of like a taco, but it's always a hard shell taco. And I'm like, "Do you really like tacos, or do you just like that people like tacos?" And so you're like, "I like tacos too." Yeah. Yes, fellow humans, really like I have consumed tacos. Delicious. Do they really like because tacos? Real, that's not what, or do they like Taco Bell? 
Yeah, and it's just like, like honestly, like I like Taco Bell, but those aren't tacos. Like when I think of tacos, I think you get them in a little out of a little truck off the street, and they're just huge, and it's just like three ingredients, just like onion, cilantro, chicken. Yeah, and you put some salsa on it and some lemon, mm. and mm. it's just it's an experience. So when I think I like when I tell people like, oh, I love tacos. I know that they're thinking those hard shell monstrosities for like your birthday. They give you a a gift. You unwrap it. And it's just like a box of uh, old El Paso hard shell taco shells. Like the ones, the ones that are square on the bottom so that they stand up. (laughs) Those are the worst. (laughs) They're so hard to eat. Cause it's It's like, they realized realized this, the way we make these hard shell tacos is not convenient for eating. So let's, let's just make it even more crazy. Yeah. Let's put a 90 degree bend in this hard shell here. Instead of the solution that Mexicans (laughs) came up with thousands of years ago and have kept doing, which is just like a soft corn tortilla. (laughs) Have you ever had like a fried taco though? So that's the, that's the the real hard taco. I used to, uh, when I used to work as a paraeducator, one of the people I used to work with that was from Mexico, and she's like, I want to make some tacos. And she got the the hard, the soft corn tortillas, put beef and shaved potatoes in it, and Ooh. then she closed it and fried it oh. in oil. And so you, you take it out and it's super crunchy, but then she put it on the plate, and then she put some lettuce, some tomatoes Ooh. on top of the taco, and some sour cream, and oh. you eat it with a fork. It was so good. That's close to what my family makes, which is we fry soft, like regular corn tortillas. We Uh don't put the meat in before, but we fry it and then we put the meat in. Um, But it's like, it's not like a rigid, like thing. You know what I mean? They're just deep fried. So they're like crispy, but I don't know. They're greasy and they're super good. Yeah. Should we come up with another word for hard shell tacos? So I they're like stale like we can shell tacos. Some of Andrew's pain. I just call them abominations, and that works for me. That's a bit wordy. Like whitey okay. tacos. <laughs> I mean, we could just call them hard shells. We could call, call them. Let's just call them extra tacos. <laughs> we could call tacos. Them, <laughs> we could we could call them turtleback tacos. Turtleback tacos. <laughs> Talking about wordy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's got alliteration. <laughs> yeah it's just like the dry like it it tastes like it's made out of like seed corn like <laughs> well it's it's honestly like someone like is like hey i need the recipe for for this food and they had to yell it through a like a paper to <laughs> like a paper paper towel roll from a mile away and they kind of like oh this is what it is and the meat the filling see okay now let's go into depth about what's wrong with the the Taco Bell <laughs> fast food taco is the meat is like not meat anymore. It's like 50% some sort of weird gravy. Just filler. Like it's, it's a slop. Sand. Like when you get a yeah. taco, it's, it's not usually slop. Like maybe there's some braising liquid that is in it, but it's not like, it's not like a indistinguishable from a manwich. Yeah, it's not a vaguely grainy meat paste. Yeah. It's, it's like a yeah, it's like a sloppy Joe Mexican style. Yes, it's almost. I mean, 
I bet it's the same thing as Sloppy Joe with like some paprika in it or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. can I tell you something that'll make you really sad, Andrew, or mad? One of the two. Yeah, sure. I'm I'll absolutely going to continue going to Taco Bell and getting a double decker. <laughs> I mean, as long <laughs> as you fine. recognize it's not a, taco, a real yeah. taco, yeah. that's fine. I, like, I do think that we need other words for it. like double decker. That's a, that's great because it's I not. Don't... Some misappropriated Spanish word. I mean, I'll eat a chalupa. It's it's its own thing. I mean, just the other day, I had one of those naked chicken tacos, and that was delicious. (laughs) Those sound scary. I I really don't. I go to like Taco Bell like maybe like like once a quarter, once maybe like twice a year or something, just to be like it's all we have here. I was like, was I was I wrong that I don't like this place very much? And then I'm like, always <laughs> like, yeah, no. I go I go every time I'm feeling depressed and wonder of wonders it never makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had Del Taco for dinner tonight, but I didn't I had nachos and a salad. Oh. So, really mm. that's just salad and salad. <laughs> one's, just, one's just a cheese salad. <laughs> yeah, one's a cheese salad, one's a lettuce salad. One goes one way, one goes the other way, so what? My answer for your question, Adam, uh, is in in our the religious tradition th- that I'm a part of and that both of you are a part of as far as I know. I just deciphered your code and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> there are there's a section in our <gasps> hymnal so like our church has like a standardized hymnal um you know i'm gonna start singing right please no that everyone has and there's a section in the hymnal it starts at two i had it saved but then my browser lost the tab weirdly Basically, it's a section of sunshine hymns. They're all about sunshine. (laughs) And they're the worst. There is sunshine in my soul today. They're all super, like, (laughs) sugary, like, like, too happy. They're just, like, saccharine and... (laughs) I will say I do love that song, "Sunshine in My Soul Today," just because if it's sped up, it sounds like a college football fight song. It starts in two twenty, number two twenty seven. Well, okay, two twenty six is "Improve the Shining Moments," but I think that one's different because it talks about like you better enjoy it because we're gonna die. <laughs> so uh, I could kind of get behind that one being like morose <laughs> and such. Um, but then there's sunshine in my soul today, uh, which literally has, <laughs> has the term when Jesus shows his smiling face. <laughs> it's the, so bad. <laughs> the dove of peace sings in my heart. <sighs> I don't like it. I There's don't like, like it at all. There's like a ninety percent chance that that's a hymn that we stole from another denomination, and they're like somebody from that denomination is listening right now, and they're very upset with you. This is my favorite. Sorry, it stinks. You, <laughs> can, you can make the pathway bright. Is the second in the uh, the sunshine hymns, and it's uh, just 
obnoxious. Uh, today while the sun shines. That now, okay, now we've got to the worst of them all, which is literally called Scatter Sunshine. Scatter Sunshine all across the way. It is the worst. <laughs> it has that thing that like beer hall songs do where you go, hey, it's, it does not sound like a worship song. It's, I think you just need to broaden your definition. It of literally has the words scatter the smiles and sunshine all over your way. That <laughs> does sound like something a serial killer would say. It's just scatter the smiles. <laughs> I don't like it. And here's the thing. It absolutely does not matter. Like I've I've like had other people say, like, oh, those like really bring a lot of happiness to me. And like, oh, you know, like in Brazil all these songs like don't sound that way because of the language difference and because of the cultural difference. And they're actually like the favorite songs there. And now like, I'm like, all right, well now I'm racist. <laughs> so it sucks, but I cannot stop feeling how I do about the songs. And I so much that I can't even make myself sing them. Like when they're sung in church, I just kind of like, like put my head down and like you just must not love Jesus enough. That's the thing. I don't want to look like I'm protesting, but I feel <laughs> like it would be worse for me to disingenuous gen- genuinely sing this song I loathe. That's true. I, it's it's not as bad as the um one of the counselors in the bishopric in when I lived in Kentucky, he refused to sing the song The Battle Hymn of the Republic. <laughs> He would just sit there stoically. I interestingly also words. hate that song, but not yeah, for that not, same reason. Yeah, not for the same reasons. No, not at all. Um, he was the kind of person who referred to the Civil War as the War of Northern Aggression. So. Oh, problematic. Problematic. Yeah. Uh, it's so, okay. God loves them still. I so guess. basically, what I'm trying to say, Aaron, is that you're right. You're you're hating these songs doesn't really matter, and I don't really think it says anything bad about you. Well, thank you. I really can't stand them. I get so upset, <laughs> and then I feel bad for being so upset. And I know it's petty, and it's like a whole cycle. I've got scatter sunshine stuck in my head now. The last month or two months, maybe it was last month, not this month. Like there was like a month straight where we just sang all those songs for every oh. church meeting. And it was just very difficult for me. It's a difficult time. Adam, what's your, my number one, absolutely does not matter. Anger inducing thing is when people leave their shopping carts in the parking lot, instead of putting them back in the return. It does not matter. It does not affect my life in any appreciable way. It doesn't affect anybody's life in any appreciable way. It doesn't change anything at all. And I hate it. But listen, we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> it's just, it's it's a problem because it just says a lot about what is broken in the world. And I don't know about you, but I've noticed that it happens more and more. Like, it seems like it's happening ever, way more ever often. Since, ever since the 2016 elections. <laughs> I don't know if it was that. I don't know if that was the... 
the moment, but <laughs> I'll see people like leaving their cart, like they'll like put it onto the median or something and and it's like maybe like ten feet away from where you're supposed to put the shopping carts. No. Now I understand this now. What how do you feel about those places that have purposefully like they've pared down their cart returns so that they can fit in more parking spaces. And so there's like, you would, you would have to walk like 200 yards to go oh, put your, Oh, Oh, they're part of the problem, but that does not excuse the personal <laughs> wow! responsibility that you have. Okay. Javert. <laughs> <laughs> cause my local my local smith has that i was actually just at smith's today and i was thinking about this because i was so mad they have like four cart returns in their entire parking lot so you have to walk forever to put it away but guess what it's like you just walked through like a mile through the store getting all your groceries you can take another hundred yards it's fine I think what it is, is I mean, it's like you're excused if you're like disabled or have trouble walking or whatever. Like, I'll put your cart away if that's the case. Going shopping is stinks because like you're like, oh, I'm going to go shopping. You go and you get all this stuff and you've spent all this time wandering through the store. You finally get to the checkout. You get, OK, OK. And then you realize, oh, crap, I got to put all this crap in my car. OK, so you go to your car, you unload all the crap into your car. And then you close your car and like, oh, crap. Now I got to go put my stupid cart back. And then you're like. But then I've also got to go home and unload the stuff and reload it into my st- in my house. Like this is like eight jobs for yeah. just <laughs> toast. So here's the solution, and this is a this is not a solution that I've. Come well, up no, with. but what I'm saying is I think that I... that's what's going through people's heads. Yeah. And so yeah. when you're that like stressed out about something that really shouldn't be stressful. And also, you probably had to go through a self-checkout. So you had like five jobs in order to just get bread. Yeah, I so, hate self-checkouts, by the way. I, I don't work here. I th- Yes, I think <laughs> I think that that's kind of what's going on. So it's like when you're that stressed out, like even the littlest thing is like a, a burden, like a bridge too far. I think that's what it does. Anyhow, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. So here's the solution. It's not a solution I've come up with. It's a solution I've experienced. So when you, my dad's in the army, and so sometimes we go shopping on an army base. Thank you for your service. Shopping on an army base (laughs) protects our freedoms. When you go shopping on an army base, you, the grocery store is just called the commissary, no matter which base you're on. Right. And at every commissary I've ever been to, there have been bag boys. Sometimes they're ladies, but I don't know what to call them. They're still bag boys. Bag person. You you can't call them bag ladies. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's something different. Um, bag they and and they <laughs> you go through you you i mean you go through the store like normal and then first of all number one improvement of the commissary is you don't have to like go up and down the checkout aisle to see which one has the fewest people everybody just gets in one line and then goes to the next open one oh, which is yes amazing and then number two improvement of commissaries over every other grocery store is the person uh, rings up all your groceries, somebody else bags them, puts those bags of groceries on their own cart, and then takes them to your car for you. So what I'm hearing is you want to socialize grocery stores, (laughs) and you want the government to control all of them. Yeah. I mean, you do have to tip the bag boys. I mean, I just can't believe our troops are socialists. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just completely befuddled to have learned this. I wonder how they would feel if they knew that. <laughs> oh, a lot of them would be very angry. <laughs> they're they're going overseas to protect us from from socialism. From socialism. Yet they're just participating in socialism this whole time. Next, next, you're gonna tell tell me that uh, everything is basically centrally controlled, right? Like at the commissary, <laughs> in the in the armed forces. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of another way to compare them to socialism, and that's all. I keep going <clears throat> anyway, the commissary is an A plus grocery shopping experience. So if you know someone in the armed forces, take advantage of that and have them take. Have them take you to the commissary. I've been to a commissary. Is that, it's pretty crazy. Is that stealing valor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have only to return you, it on the way out, though. <laughs> only if the, what only happens, if you wear what happens the when they inside. salute you after they ring you up? Do you salute back? <laughs> they don't salute. <laughs> but I like that you've had this picture in your head of like cashier saluting <laughs> customers. <laughs> well, it's they're, they're, they're all a troop. If you're, they probably assume the you're a is? troop too. <laughs> they just salute people. <laughs> they're not troops at the commissary. <laughs> they're just normal people. <laughs> Listen, they may be normal people to you, but they're defending our liberties, Adam. <laughs> they are fighting for our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think all the cashiers wear camo and have like an M4 strapped to them? <laughs> of course. <laughs> And they've got all their medals and stuff. <laughs> Obviously, they're just wearing their dress fatigues. So, dress. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, customer service is so bad. So, I think maybe another reason people are leaving their shopping carts is it's like they feel like they've been robbed of all of their dignity and had everything taken away from them because you can't find anybody to help you at the store. Things are like all like you ever notice that like the displays are all crappy. Like there's really terrible produce stuff is like mislabeled. Something says it's on sale. You go to the checkout. They're like, Oh, that I don't know what you're thinking talking about. That's not on sale. It's not in the register. I don't know. Like, you can't find some things they're in random place like the there's the, the cashier that's new and they have to like yell at another cashier six aisles down because they only have two cashiers at a time yeah and, and they're they, like hey what's the produce code for they this? don't what and they're like oh, oh i don't know let me call bill oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're saying it's an act of rebellion i think it is also that and you know what in that I never case thought about, i'm actually I never, fine with it yeah i i, I did have a, a science teacher that he hated going to Walmart, but he had to because it was the only place around. So he would go to Walmart, get his groceries, put them all in, and then immediately drive the cart right into a ditch. <laughs> you know, I never thought about like leaving your carts in the parking lot as seizing the means of production. But now that I'm thinking about it that way, I'm all for it. <laughs> I think this it is, is the premier communism. Podcast. Yesterday, yesterday <laughs> me and my mom had like the the worst experience like we went to lowe's and she wanted to get she wants to get like new blinds oh she wants to get Whoa. new blinds sorry i hit my <laughs> mic there she wants to get new blinds and i went she wanted me to go help her pick them out um this is yet again the 
the thing where I'm not being drug around. I'm going to help. <laughs> I'm helping. So, so I'm there and we go to the blinds section and we're like, well, you know, we, we need to like, we're going to have them come in and put up custom blinds. So we need to talk with somebody about that. We go and ask the person who's next to the blinds station. And he's like, Oh, I'll call somebody. He calls somebody and then he walks away. And I'm pretty sure he was the one who was supposed to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're just waiting there for literally like 20 minutes and nobody shows up. We can't find anybody. So we're like, let's go. We need to get a ceiling fan. So let's go get the ceiling fan. So we're going, and the guy right, in the I'm, on, I'm on that guy's side because that's really funny to me. <laughs> it's not funny to me. And well, and it's like they were going to get our business. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, we're trying to pay you for services rendered. Like, we want to pay you for something. And they're like, nah. He was like an older guy, too, which I'm starting to get very ageist. But <laughs> do you think maybe he just forgot? No, I I I think he will <laughs> not that trying, no, I, Um and then so we go to the 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 thing and we're we're going to get a ceiling fan and the guy in the ceiling fan section is like taking off his uh as he sees us, he starts taking off his Lowe's uh <laughs> thing that he wears like I'm off the clock. And my mom was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? And the guy was like, Oh, I'm sorry, no, I'm going on my lunch, but I can help you before you leave. Like, okay, good. So he was like a younger guy, which I was like, I noticed that. He was younger and he was Hispanic. <laughs> the other guy was older and white. Just saying. So he helps us out. We find the sitting fan. Great. Then we go to the checkout and the young, the young lady checking us out, uh, some of the things didn't, the bar, they didn't have barcodes. Like we had got some plants and they didn't have barcodes on them. And so she was trying Make to look them up. joke mo- about them being free. She was trying. No, I didn't do that. But I was like, you know what? If it's going to take too long, we can just leave him. She's like, no, no, no. She was trying to do her best. But she literally called over the speaker that I need a price check from gardening three times. And no one came in. We were like holding up the line. And I was like, I felt bad. So after like seriously being like there for like another like 15 minutes of just waiting for somebody at the store. I see this older guy coming from gardening and he walks past us and he's wiping his mouth like he was like eating a sandwich. And then he goes into the break room and I was like, and and like I had this thought where I was like, I bet you that's the guy. And he's just like, nah. <laughs> and, and he was like another older white gentleman. Uh, like I want to be mad at that guy, but I also sympathize him because, with him because working in retail is just the worst. And I wouldn't want to do my job either if I worked at those. It does, but he wasn't even trying. Like these other <laughs> people were trying to make it happen. He's he was definitely not helping. And uh as we I'm like, look, just keep them. We'll we don't need those. <laughs> just ring us up, we'll get out of here. We're getting out of here. And as we're as we're exiting, you know, the doors, they go they open up as we're leaving the lows. The cashier, she's like, oh, hey, wait, he's here. Do you want me to get those? And I look back, and it's that guy who was rubbing his face from eating his sandwich. <laughs> and it was him. And I and I just yelled, that guy? He just walked past us like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and everyone was just like, 
looked at me like, what are you so upset about? I was like, Ugh. did you leave your cart in the parking lot as revenge? And I left my car in the parking lot. <laughs> and that was my little way of getting back at the man. Well, thanks for listening. I hope uh, you enjoyed our rage. <laughs> I hope you commiserated. I hope any of you weren't the people that worked at any of the places that I was talking about. <laughs> uh Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3g3q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd love if you would check out the other shows on goodstuff.fm, our podcast home. We'd also love to hear from you. Where can people get a hold of you? I'm on Twitter at a underscore savs. Share my rage. Yeah, I'm tell also, us what makes you mad. Yeah, I'm also on Twitter at that Adam kid, where you can get more of this great pet peeved content twenty four seven by all, following me on Twitter all the time. I'm at Aaron L M Goodwin on Twitter, and uh, I just like retweet stuff and say this is America. So follow me if that's what you want. Don't get you slipping up. <laughs> Other than that, I want you to remember that Adam is not uh, Grammar Judge Dread. Uh, so don't expect him to be doing that. I also want you to remember that, uh, you know what? I really could care less about what you think about me. <laughs> I also want you to remember that uh, if you ever make me sing one of those sunshine hymns, I swear I'll punch you. Scatter sunshine. Uh, and I also want you to remember to question everything.